So what I want to talk about today is how much time we should be spending studying the faith, because um, this is actually a really important topic to me, because I used to study the faith a lot, like a lot, like several hours every day, and now uh, I don't as much. And so I want to talk about like how much I think you should and what my experience has taught me. So when I first started kind of getting into the faith, I think I've talked about this a little bit. Um, I didn't really like my life. I was pretty out of shape and I wasn't making a lot of money and, um, I didn't have, I wasn't like talking to a girl and, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I was kind of treading water. And if you're a guy, you kind of know what I mean, where like everyone expects you to like, what do you want to do in life? And you don't know. So you kind of like project or put on a mask and that's what I was doing. And so I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted. And, uh, I ended up using the faith and learning about the faith as like kind of a way to escape all that. So I would just go and study all of these things and learn about old texts and the ecumenical councils and anything I could get my hands on. And then I knew that I could go talk to ultra Catholic people and they would like accept me. They wouldn't care if I was out of shape. They wouldn't care if I wasn't like being successful in my job. We could just talk about like St. Ambrose and everyone would be happy hunky dory. And I wouldn't have to worry about all the other things. And I knew that. And it was a crutch. Now, was it bad to learn about the argument of contingency and stuff? No. That's good knowledge, right? It's, it gives us a heightened understanding of truth. Like, that's important. But why was I doing it? I was doing it because I was avoiding how to fix my life, how to become more virtuous. And so what I want to convey to you guys is there's a time and a place to go and delve into the faith. Obviously, if you're like a monk or a priest or a nun, like, yeah, that's your job. You should spend a lot of time doing it. And I'm not going to tell them how much time to spend like they know. But if you're just like an average Joe, average Joe, um, I think there's a time and a place for it. And I would say that the time and the place is not when you don't have all your stuff together. Don't get me wrong. We should study the faith every day. But it should be, my guess is you probably know enough to get started. You probably know that God is love and that you should love your neighbor with all your heart and that you should love God with all your heart. And you should probably know what sin is and you know what a conscience is and you can like get started. Okay. And what I would recommend is let's say there's like levels to getting to like doing life well devoid of any religious connotation, just something that transcends all cultures and time, time is things like doing what you say you're going to do, having genuine confidence, maintaining eye contact and not being nervous to talk to people, like things that transcend, that just show you're like progressing in life. Okay. So I would say if you're a Catholic guy and you're not at like the next level, you're still at like level one, which is like, you don't even trust yourself to do the things that you say you're going to do. Like if you say you're going to drop 10 pounds by summer, like you don't even know if you really believe that. Like you're not aligned with your internal belief system to the point of where like when you speak something, you don't even know if that's true. You're pr in fact, you probably think like you might have the thought like, shit, I'm not going to follow through with that. Okay. So you're at like level one and maybe you're also like, and I say level one, not like you haven't progressed in life, but that's like the baseline of like improvement. Okay. And maybe you're also like, you don't even like making eye contact with people and you don't have confidence in yourself. Okay. That's like the base. So I would say if you're there, 
reading the old documents and reading apologetics isn't the best use of your time. You can still study the faith. I read scripture every day. You should read scripture every day. You should, uh, I like lauds, lauds, like some type of spiritual practice and maybe even learn like five minutes a day. Maybe you can learn about the faith. But the hours into it and learning all the apologetics and the different arguments and like, you know, all of that, um, that's not the best use of your time because the best use of your time right now is to fix you, okay? Because there's a lot of work that needs to be done, okay? You got to get to a point where it's like you're as a man when you say you're going to do something, like we'll use fitness, like, yeah, I'm going to drop 10 pounds by summer. It's like you should be at a point in America in 2024 with all this technology and like access to good food to be able to be like, well, yeah, I said I was going to do it. I'll lose the 10 pounds. And you believe it. And when you say it to your friends, they believe you. Like how many times have you gone to your wife and been like, well, this New Year's, I'm going to lose the weight. And everyone's got to be like, there's John again. Like, why doesn't he just, why does he say that stuff? He's, we know he's not going to do it. Uh, does John really need to go read more St. Ambrose? No. John needs to develop himself. And that doesn't mean John shouldn't study but he should, it, sh- it shouldn't be the priority right now. He should still go to Mass. He should still go to Adoration, Confession, everything. But what I end up seeing, and trust me, hey, I'm just speaking on hundreds of, hundreds of calls with Catholic men. I'm telling you what I hear. The men that know all the stuff about the faith, everything, which way, uh, Eastern, Latin Mass, all of it, the more knowledge they know when, they're not, when it's not their job. So it's like the ultra-Catholic know a ton about it, and they're not priests or monks or deacons or whatever. They're the ones that need the most work. They're the clients that like take up the most time for me. And I don't mind. I'll help anyone. But that's worth saying. So that's a data point worth acknowledging. And I'm guessing I wasn't alone that I would use the faith as sort of a cr- learning about the faith as sort of a crutch to avoid all dealing with all this stuff to develop me. Because we know in Catholic communities you can go into an ultra-Catholic community and they don't care if you're out of shape. They don't care if you know how to dress well. They don't care if you're awkward. They don't care if you don't make any money. They don't care if you can't talk to women worth a shit. They, as long as you bring up something hyper-Catholic and start talking about the last Father Ripperger video you saw, you're accepted in community. And so it's easy. It creates a feedback loop in our brain where it's like, oh, I don't have to do any of this hard stuff like <laughs> get in shape or like monetize more or like develop my social skills, I can just get the thing we want, which is community as humans, we're very social creatures. We can get the thing we want without doing any work. Okay. So we don't want to do this, right? We want to develop as better men. And uh, it's going to help with evangelizing too, because doing that path where you like go in and you don't develop yourself, but you still get community, that doesn't help with evangelizing because you're not making yourself attractive to other people. And obviously, you know, I get a lot of hate for this. I'm not saying to like, not focus on the faith and only worry about like appeasing non-believers. It should be a byproduct. Like if you're crushing it in all areas of life, that's just attractive. People just want to be around that. Um, even if you're talking about Christ, if you're not talking about Christ, whatever it is, it's just going to be more attractive. So it's really important. Now, so let's kind of talk about the stages here. So you're, let's say you're cradle Catholic or maybe you're, you're a convert. Um, you probably know a sufficient amount to get into heaven, right? Because our, our grandparents probably knew a fraction of what we know because they didn't have the internet. Our great-grandparents probably knew a fraction of what our grandparents did because they were just told whatever the priest told them at Latin Mass. 
And so it's not the amount of books you read. There's that famous quote by the saint. I can't remember who it was, but it's not, it doesn't matter how many books you read. It's about like how loving you were. And so you probably know enough. You probably know more than 99% of Catholics that ever lived. So you're good. So now maybe spend like five to 10 minutes a day if you'd like learning, like watching a YouTube video or like, I would definitely do spiritual practice every day. I do rosary every day, but like the learning, maybe five minutes until you get to a point where you're the type of man where you know and others know that when you say you're going to do something, it's believed because you have integrity. You're like, this happens. I'm like, you're aligned. It's like, I do this. Like if I were to, like I've done the work. I used to not. If I would have said something like, I'm going to start a coaching business. Four years ago, everyone would have been like, oh, there's Joe again. But now I've like developed. And now if I say I'm going to do something, I believe it. And so others believe it. Because I have a track record of me doing the things I say I'm going to do. I would say get to that level. Because now you've, you've done the one thing the best tool for evangelizing is how you treat yourself. Like, how do you love yourself? Like, cause imagine if there's a guy that's like super obese and like rude and, um, what else? Like very lazy and very angry all the time, you know, just mired with like all of this, um, lack of virtue. And then he's preaching the gospel. It's not going to evangelize very many people, but the best use of one of the best tools we have is to just develop ourselves, to be virtuous, to be really disciplined, you know, really wise and just make us really good. And I don't mean like for vain purposes, but just, you guys know, you guys know, like integrity is difficult to do, to practice what you preach is difficult to stay consistent is difficult. Praying a rosary every day of the year. is difficult. How many people make it through Exodus 90? Very few. Okay. So anyway, um, get to that baseline. So level one, you don't believe in yourself. You don't trust when you're going to say you're going to do something. You struggle with eye contact. You're like down here. The focus shouldn't be on reading ecumenical council documents. Get to level two, which is, okay, when I say I'm going to do something, it's pretty reasonable that I'm going to do it. Like I have a track record, a history of me doing the things I'm going to say I'm going to do. And I'm progressing in all areas of life. Like my finances are in order. Like I'm growing in that or at least I'm steady. My health is in order. I'm growing in that or it's steady. Um, relationships are good. Family's good. The self, like I'm happy with myself. When I do an examination of conscience every night, I'm like happy with like Christ and I have a good conversation. Like all that, like you're all the areas you're like good. Now you can't, like I would recommend now you do start to study more about it. If you'd like, if that's an interest to you. Remember, you don't have to study more to get into heaven. I don't, I don't like that notion. And uh, if you want to do it for like apologetics purposes and like study old arguments and old theology and stuff, yeah, go for it. But I would wait to do it early because it can become a crutch. I would wait to do it early, like ad nauseum, like too much because it, it can become a crutch like it did for me. Um, but yeah, you would know if that's you. You would know if you're using it as a crutch. And I know I'm not alone here because I'm the one who talks to all these guys and they, they did things similar. So uh, I just wanted to convey that point. You know, I've, I've said to a lot of guys, you know, I've said before on social media, hey, maybe you shouldn't like study so much and people freak out. And I'm not saying, and I hope this cleared it up, what I'm saying, because it's a gray area and I, uh, I would never want anyone to not study what's true, beautiful, and good. I would just want people to spend their time wisely. Because who are you really helping if you know all the arguments 
from like city of God and you didn't develop at all. You're not virtuous. You're like obese and broke and, you know, awkward. And what's the point? Those aren't going to help in any case. The best would be you're crushing it in life. And then a few people might ask you some deeper questions and you've done the extra work lately to like remember the arguments and then you bring them up. If it even comes up, which it really does. Like how often are people like, you know, you know, like asking you to justify like not supporting gay marriage or something. It's pretty rare. So I hope this is helpful. Um, I just wanted to share my experience with it because it's like a major thing as to why I do what I do in this ministry because, and I saw other guys do it. And so I want to help them. And now I don't feel the need to like go and watch like all the stuff I can find on Catholic theology. Even though before when I did, I'd get home from work and I like hated my job and everything. I'd run and I'd just go and immerse myself because I knew if I could just text other Catholic friends, like, did you guys know this? Like they didn't care if I was not developing myself, but the friends I have now, it's like, yeah, you better practice what you preach. You better be disciplined. So yeah, what's up, dude? So I hope this is helpful, guys. Um, just kind of a singular point that I wanted to touch on. And I've touched on it a little bit in my, in my reels, but I wanted to expand on it a bit. So, all right. If you got value from this, drop a like. Flight foods, what's going on? You got to let me know if it's flight foods or eternal foods, bro. I don't know right now. So, um, but yeah, I'll be podcasting five days a week. And uh, if you are a Catholic man and you need help practicing what you preach, you can go ahead and join my free community uh, in the show notes below this or in uh, my bio on Instagram. I will talk to you guys later. Have a great rest of your week. God bless.